We gather now during the first day of November, having just celebrated All Hallows' Eve, the night of Halloween. And of course, All Hallows' Eve, All Hallows. Think of the Our Father, Hallowed be thy name, holy is your name. All Hallows' Eve is the eve of this great day that we celebrate today. All Saints' Day, the All Holy Ones, those who have gone before us in faith and are with God in eternal life. That's what the feast of All Hallows' Eve anticipates. It anticipates All Saints' Day. And as our young people just this past weekend or just yesterday, they went around and they went trick-or-treating and as custom goes, they dress up in many different costumes. And they go and they collect candy. Now when the young people dress up in their costumes, they often will personify whatever it is, whoever it is that they've dressed up for, dressed up as for Halloween. If they are going as a cat, they might meow. If they go as a princess, they might walk very daintily. If they go as a football player, they want people to know that they're a football player. If they go as a superhero, they take on the persona of a superhero. And so they personify, they live up to who it is that they've dressed up as. And now we come to All Saints Day, and isn't it the case with the saints that those who are with God in eternal life, that they live a holy life, that they give example to us how to live our own lives. And just as our young people, when they go trick-or-treating, might personify in their costume and in their demeanor and behavior, whatever it is they're dressed up as, as Christians, we're called to become saints, to live like those saints and to be saints. And we hold up different saintly examples and what we see in them we want to see in ourselves. So maybe tonight just to spotlight a few of those great saints of our Catholic tradition. I think of Saint Maria Goretti. Saint Maria Goretti lived in the 1900s in the early part of last century. And one day in her home the neighbor came and wanted to do some evil things, evil actions towards her. And St. Maria Goretti resisted and fought for her life as he tried to take her life. And as she clung for life the next day, she forgave her assailant. She forgave the one who took her life. And as we hold up the example of St. Maria Goretti, It's that example of forgiveness that maybe we should look to and want to have and see in ourselves to be able to forgive whoever it is in our life that has wronged us. Gathered in a church dedicated to St. Hubert, the story of St. Hubert can inspire us in our fidelity to the Sunday Mass. St. Hubert, who was this great hunter, would go out in the fields, he would hunt, at the expense of skipping Sunday Mass. And one day as he was out hunting, 
he had an experience of God in which he saw a cross in between the antlers of that deer. And from that cross, he heard the voice of God tell him that he was on a slippery slope to the netherworld and that he had to shape up. And he rededicated himself to the Sunday Mass, prioritizing his faith and his belief in God. And as we hold him up, that on those Sundays that we don't want to go to Mass, St. Hubert is a perfect example for us to want to go to Mass, to be inspired by his story. In this area in which we live, it was evangelized in the early 1900s and really later as well by the Norbertines of St. Norbert Abbey. And those Norbertines, of course, follow the life of St. Norbert of Premontre. St. Norbert gets the title being an apostle of the Eucharist, that he was a great defender of the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist. As we come to Mass, as we receive the body and blood of the Lord, maybe in St. Norbert, we are inspired in this belief that we have that it is truly real, that God is here present in his body and his blood, his soul and his divinity, and we're able to receive him in Holy Communion. One of the great popular saints is St. Francis of Assisi, who's known as a great peacemaker. And maybe we hold him up on All Saints Day and say, this is a model of peace who taught us that we should be instruments of peace. And that's what we pray for and we are inspired that we want to live by. In our diocese dedicated to the patronage of St. Francis Xavier, who is a disciple of St. Ignatius of Loyola, St. Francis Xavier went to India to bring the faith, but when he went there, he didn't know if he was going to make it. He didn't know if he would make that long journey on the ship. But he brought the faith there and he evangelized those people. And so St. Francis Xavier, maybe we hold him up today as an example for us to be evangelizers, to share the story of the good news of what God has done for us. Lastly, maybe I just want to hold up another saint from France named St. Louis de Montfort. St. Louis de Montfort was a great lover of the Blessed Virgin Mary. He wrote a lot about Mary. He wrote a great uh, treatise called The True Devotion to Mary. He wrote a book on the rosary called The Secrets of the Rosary. He wrote The Secrets of Mary. He wrote about the Mother of God. And his writings have impacted so many throughout the centuries, including St. John Paul II. And so maybe we hold up today on All Saints Day the example of St. Louis de Montfort and how he loved the Mother of God and how we want to imitate him and have a devotion ourselves to the Mother of Jesus. Just as our young people dress up as superheroes and football players and princesses and cats and whatever else they dress up as and they begin to take on that persona, as we celebrate All Saints Day today, that's what we should want, to become saints, to be inspired by the hundreds upon hundreds, the thousands upon thousands of saints in our Catholic tradition. I encourage you to look up whoever your favorite saint is and to find something in their life that inspires you and to allow that to inform how you live your life 
so that you can become a saint just like they did. Our life here on earth is all about heaven. To become a saint means that we receive that eternal reward. And so to live like one now, so that we may be one forever in heaven.